Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Captain Mizzy. And we are on episode 262? Crap. We've been doing this for a while. We're some old motherfuckers. Well, Speak for well, yourself. As I looked at it, uh, I first subscribed in December of 2017. I don't remember how long we've been going. Shit, I'll have to look that up. We've going for a long time. Since around December of 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue. I'll have to look it up one day when we're, when we're doing this. But let's go and get to the business real quick because the business is good. Uh, we want to thank Midnight Heroes for sponsoring us. Make sure you check out. They do have a new Kickstarter going on with new STL models. Um, and he is out. If you're going to see them next, I would suggest uh, you head to ReaperCon is where they're going to be out next. Um they're going to be doing, um, they're going to have a booth there and selling their models and stuff and, you know, super cool stuff. Uh, we want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting the channel. Uh, make sure you check out their website. Use our link and uh, it's an affiliate link and you can get some cool stuff. Uh, I know that they're doing a bunch of new things and new stuff for Marvel Crisis Protocol um, and stuff like that. Uh, I want to thank Parabellum War Games. If you like Conquest and want to play it, make sure you click the link below. And you can get 10% off your order. We want to thank Turbo Dork for the color shifting or turbo shifting paint. <laughs> Branding is important. Branding is important. Uh, and Metallics, which we love so much. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, they will be at ReaperCon also. We want to thank Creature Caster uh, for sponsoring us also. Um, I will be doing some more painting uh, these last few weeks, of course, with surgery and everything. I just couldn't do it. Uh, so with this uh, Thursday, I'll get back to doing some paintings on stream and uh, getting stuff done. I need to prep uh, all my judgment models I'm going to be playing with uh, so I can have that ready. So whenever I go to convention, all I have is, I mean, judgment's only seven models. Come on. So, you know, I don't have to worry about too much. Um, although I am waiting for one model, uh, but I am going to, you know, paint the models I have that I know I'm going to use for my judgment games. Uh, until that other one comes out. Um, and then... Be I will be perfect. waiting for my Minotaurs. Your Minos? <laughs> my Minotaurs. Minos. Um, and then I'll be doing some more printing. I did, um, for anybody, they their newest, um, whatever they call it, on my mini factory tribe or whatever, which is their, you know, Patreon type thing, um... You get, you know, a D&D &D module, the 5th edition module with it. And so they had a new Minotaur. Nice. I upscaled this by about 50% just to make it big because I wanted it. But I'm actually going to use this as a comparative to my new printer because my new printer is a, this is a 6K screen that printed this, which is really good still. There's nothing wrong with it. But the new one I got is going to be a 12K screen and I just want to see what the difference is. Uh, see if I really see an actual difference. Type thing. Man, Gonzo, I thought by now you upgraded to a 40K screen. <laughs> hey, Banyan, 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I'm going to paint that one. I'm going to work on that model too uh, with the judgment stuff using, of course, um, the Cuttlefish Colors, which I have the entire line of. And uh, just give you a quick idea of what I've been doing with them. They're a sketch and glazing system. And I'm not a sketch and glazer uh, type thing. 
Um, I never learned. Uh, good shout out to good old Rainer seventy two. Uh, that's been like giving me like little hints and stuff um, about sketching glazing. But I will tell you right now, I use the glazes a lot for highlighting. They work cool. very very well for highlighting. Uh, because it's almost like what a glaze is supposed to do. Correct. Except for now, I don't have to mix it. It's already mixed for me. No, I'm looking forward to trying them out. I hope to get back to painting here soon. Just been... <laughs> it's just been tough. Yeah. Which is something that we're going to talk about and everything about the show. But before we do that, we got other things we got to attend to. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week? Yes. Who do we got? Um, uh, well, uh, Legion just knows that the lyricist from Fiddler on the Roof, Sheldon Herrick, died. He was 99. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. And 99, um, that's... That's, that's, that's a good a run. Good, that's a good run. Indeed. Um, one of my locals, friends, and former co-workers at Games Workshop, uh, Dirty Steve, uh, passed. He was photographer for White Dwarf here for a very long time while uh, um, while uh, Games Workshop was still in this area. Um, he's just a great dude. Uh, it sucks to have another one go so young. But, uh, you know, he's I always as I joke with somebody, I'm like, why is it always the nicest guys, the nicest people, not the fucking your friends are assholes. It's always the nice ones. The douchey people. Not the only else. My friends just like, you know. <laughs> but. So. Um, we got any other Captain Minnesota, you got any other? Uh, not that I can remember or that I'm aware of. Not that I remember either. All right question of the 40th century john what are you drinking i've got the uh, kraken rum with some uh root beer okay captain busy not bad uh i have gatorade strawberry kiwi and water because health health is a thing um i'm doing the good old water again i'm still waiting on my blood test results they have like two more tests to come back through uh, before I can go see my new doctor. So I'm sticking to water, uh, but I am off of like most of my medications that they told me to take, and they said, stop taking them. Let's work on something else. And I'm like, okay. Um, but FYI, it was just it's a steroid. They're like, we don't want you taking steroids forever, so let's get you off steroids and just get some good vitamin in you and shit like that. So nothing big uh, type thing. So I'm doing the H2O. I'm even going to start off with a shot of crack and straight. I don't actually have a shot glass, so I'm drinking it straight from the bottle. Straight from the bottle. <laughs> you measured with your heart, John. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, as always, uh, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening no matter where or when you do it. Um, make sure that if you see something, you say something. If you can do something, do something. If you can't find someone that will. Cheers. 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 Still good and cold. That's right, Benny. I measure by the week you've had. Heart week. I mean, it's all intertwined somehow. <sighs> so, um, this was brought up 
uh, Captain Mizzy brought this topic up to us, and I thought it was an interesting one because we really don't think about it until it happens, um, or until you know it usually happens to you or someone else or whatever. But community means a lot to us gamers, whether we like it or not, and whether we we freely admit it or not. Um, just this week, I was talking to an old friend of mine, Corey, uh, in Canada, and he says that their uh, group is upticking in War Machine right now. You know, they're not pre, you know, days, but it is getting bigger and more people are playing and people are getting back into it. And I was like, that was good. And he said this one guy, pretty brand new um, to the game, started playing and such. And they asked him, you know, hey, we're, we're, when we get done playing, you want to go eat dinner with us? And the guy was like kind of flabbergasted. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, we're done playing. You want to go, you know, have dinner with us and stuff. And he was like, this is the first group that's ever asked me to go eat dinner with them. He says, I've played 40K, played X, you know, X amount of games. But that was one of the first times in this group that people do that. And I know that it's a tradition usually with a lot of us convention goers, a lot of people hanging out that – when you're done with the event or you're done with a tournament or whatever, you go hang out after the fact. You like to meet friends and like just, eat. It's not even just miniature gaming. We used to way back in the day before I, before I even really played miniature games. We, we'd all hang out and then like, let's go get dinner and we'd raid the local Denny's or some such shit. Yeah. Um, and, I, and it got me thinking because Captain Mizzy brought it up. And it was interesting that that conversation I had with Corey this week is the same thing. Is... We're all into a bunch of nerds. We're all doing nerdy shit. We're all getting together. We got to find our group type thing. And finding our group consists of doing things that are not nerdy groupy things either. Like hanging out and going to eat dinner together and just chilling and relaxing. And just sitting around and putting together miniatures or something of that nature. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, And Captain Mizzy had brought it up. So I'm going to go and switch to the paint can while we're doing this and get everything going. That way I can get my models. And I'll show off my paint scheme, too. So I'm more intrigued by watching Gonzo manually move the camera around. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme close-up! So, while you're showing off your paint scheme, uh, my first thought on this topic is actually a funny thing, is that I... Read an article a while back about uh, the quote unquote third place that everyone needs one. You know, you have home, work, and then you need a third place. Yeah. And then, you know, COVID and stuff has actually ruined that for some people. That's why a lot of people just go to the bar. That's their third place. Well, for us gamers, some our third place is kind of the game store, but not all game stores are, you know, open to, you know, eating and stuff. That's why we sort of, always have shared our third place with like, you know, game store or wherever we hang out, then go get somewhere at like a good sit down restaurant and just chill and talk. That's our version of the bar. Kind of, you know, we sort of split it between the playing games and all. Cause you know, you can't, some stores are nice. Let you eat there. If you clean up, not everyone cleans up fuckers, but, um, <laughs> fuckers. And then, uh, yeah, we can that's why they don't let that. you eat there. But that's sort of why we've evolved that way we have, I think, is because it's sort of we split our third place between two places. And it's not necessarily two same places. Yeah. Well, Legion, the, the pandemic messed up everyone's LGS for that. 
Oh, yeah. everyone's LGS. For, I mean, it's we haven't recovered yet. I saw someone recently post that for the first time in a very long time, they went to the doctor and everyone didn't have to wear a mask. And they were surprised that so that, you know, a doctor, you know, that they that's been like that, um, uh, that doesn't require a mask is sort of a sh- real sign that we're coming out of it. Correct. Which is interesting because I, you know, we still, so my work, um, anytime we have like a symptom or whatever, we have to do like a little form or, you know, to say what it is. And sometimes they're like, okay, you can go to work, but you have to wear a mask. So. I wear a mask when I feel sick now. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a little snotty or whatever. I'll wear a mask. Hey, all those Asian countries cannot be fucking wrong about that. You can people packed together. Just wearing a mask becomes common courtesy. You're not Senator Gonzo. Oh, sorry. You're a little low. Doing a, just watching up the base real quick. Yeah, yeah. I figure people want to see what you're doing, not just guess or assume. Could make some ass out of you and me. Well, I mean, Legion, you're kind of in a weird area, let's say. Where's Legion say he's at? I mean, he's the same weird area you're at. Arkansas. Oh, fucking A. Like, when someone says, oh, hey, the South, we're not wearing masks. I'm not really shocked. Sorry. <laughs> no. That's fair. I mean, let's not get political because anything I say of this is going to become political <laughs> and let's skip it. <laughs> anyway. We're not that serious. We're not that serious here. We're here. I, Apism. I, I cannot address it without becoming political. It's not worth it at this point. Anyways, continue. No, I was saying that, you know, I I was agreeing with you because there's a lot of after events that should be happening that you Mm -hmm. should, I would say you should be doing, but I mean, it adds to that, you know, that community thing there, there is something about hanging out while not playing the game. Yeah. So, Going out to eat afterwards has always been a tradition with us, and it makes it different than just a day of gaming. Correct. You know, a day of gaming is a day of gaming. Maybe you go out and eat, maybe you don't, maybe it's just your regulars. But going out after gaming, you know, like after a tournament, that's like, because you get new people. That's sort of the thing. Um, hell, uh, I met uh, Not Brushhead Dave and No Nickname Frank and Jeff Wallachs. Uh, you know, after uh, like a tournament at Games Workshop, we had just sort of all played each other here or there. I kind of knew the guys. We all just went out to lunch together at the local pizza hut that's no longer there. And, you know, friendships from there. Yeah. Here it, we are fucking 25 years later, quarter of a century. And the interesting part is I thought that was like a standard thing people did. And then I was like, no, they don't. I'm like, really? Really? Well, I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, when we went out to the ATC, the first one, you know, we're sitting there and me and uh, my crew are sitting there eating. And then, you know, Rob Bear comes into the uh, the restaurant, the bar, and he says hi because, you know, I know Rob Bear. And, you know, I come by and talk to him and then, like, his crew isn't the same thing. They're, like, secular. They're, like, not interacting with me. Rob is, but no one else is. So I guess it's not necessarily the standard. 
I mean, you I, know, it's really weird, but, you know, we, we, we used to do it. I mean, we've had lots of good memories. Hell, even at the ATC, after the War Machine crew got done with their part, the first ATC we went to, we all went to, like, this place called Samurai, I think it was, in, in Tennessee. That's basically just like, a, you know, where they grill the stuff in front of you, potentially. But they have a kid, they have actually a big kitchen and stuff. We just took over the back room. We just walk around, chat each other, and just sat there and had a great time afterwards. It was a good, it, 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 in my eyes, it elevated us compared to the other games, which didn't seem like they were having that same sort of camaraderie. Yeah, I mean, because even if it was somebody that you played in a tournament and, you know, they beat you or whatever, it, it didn't matter. It wasn't like this big hoopla. It's not like it's personal. No. It's it, a game. It's a game. They were like, yeah, you kicked the shit out of me. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then, you know, people either talked about the games or what I really liked is when people caught up with their life and like, hey, how's, you know, the work been? How are the kids? Et cetera, well, et cetera. Yeah, for, for the tournaments, it, you know, originally it was, and tournaments sort of started, internet wasn't as widespread as it is. I mean, nowadays we can, you can contact people so easily. And it wasn't that long ago, but like you didn't have the same ease of contact because you weren't necessarily all Facebook or Twitter or what have you. So, you know, you get together and, you know, you sometimes you just see those people for the big tournaments, the monthly tournaments. They come down, you drive an hour or whatever, have dinner afterwards, you hang out, you catch up with the people you don't get to see too often. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it does surprise you that not everyone's like that, but I think really when you think about it, a lot of people do it just in different ways. I know a lot of people, Tales of My Mom, her and her coworkers going out after a shift – and having dinner together, or lunch or breakfast together, technically speaking. But, you know, lots of tales of that. So I, maybe it's a regional thing? Because, like, to me, it's like, it just seems like it's what you do. Yeah, that that's to me. It seems like just what you Not do. doing it seems crazier than doing it. Like, wait, you don't do that? I mean, hang I mean, we even still... Yeah, that's... It's... Honestly, these days, a lot of times, it's more about the hanging out, less about the actual gameplay, potentially. Yeah. You know, Marshall's, we had a we had a slow day, you know, sort of weird, his whole, his family was out of town. So we, we he played a game in Necromunda against the Jason, and then me and Anat Brushhead Dave and Bowie did the uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol encounter. And then we all went to a local restaurant and had lunch together and chilled for a bit. It was cool. You know, I, I mean... When they say it, you know, and obviously it's cliche, life doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't from a basic standpoint. Hanging out with your friends, playing some games and going having some good food and chilling. That's 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 a good life. Well, it's also something, you know, people understand it's that that wind down period. Sketchy. Do what? Your focus is very sketchy. It's. Yeah, all the parchment paintings out of focus. Yeah, I was. I moved it around. The gun's in focus, and the sword, or the sword is. <laughs> it's going through its things. That's not my fault. No, it is not. No. Nothing. Nothing tonight was your fault. <laughs> I'm going to blame Gonzo for all of it. Because <laughs> I got your back. Whatever. See, well, and that's what I like about having a community is that they have your back no matter what. Absolutely. Yes. Gotta have your friends. Gotta have your support network. Oh. When life is trash, you have your friends. 
to support you and get you through the bad stuff. Yep. I mean, I think some wise man once wrote, uh, you get by with a little help from your friends. Hang it high with a little help from your friends. <laughs> Just saying. Wise words. Uh-oh. Battery died. And Sorry. And I would... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I would actually say it's actually super important to have your friend network, friend network around all the time. Uh, when you're doing stuff, because it helps, you know, when I need to balance something off, I've got Baney on really close, usually buoys in the area. All those guys are in the area. If I need, you know, help to get through something mentally, you know, life's fucking trying sometimes. I've got those guys there. I can bounce stuff off El Marshall. He's always happy to help me out with that. Um, But you got to have that. And that's how you build those friends by going out and just making connections, you know. I couldn't imagine going to like a tournament or something and not going to dinner or something afterwards, not having a meal afterwards. That's sort of the fun. And I think uh, that's where certain things have gone wrong in the world. It's all come in, do your thing, leave, go back home. Yeah. You need to decompress a little bit or you become super wound. Even after a game, you super wound up. You start thinking about, um, all the errors you made. That's sort of like it was the thing I noticed about the two ATCs we played. The first one was very much camaraderie. We all went out together afterwards and chilled. No one was. And then the second one was we got it and then everyone went, went away. Like there was no, like we just went and found meals ourselves, which was fine. It wasn't the same. Yeah. And I, and I think it makes to... it. Good. I was going to say, it's good to have the communities outside of in-person as well like having an online friend group as well yeah really helps absolutely yeah i mean that that's what we do in mwo people are like oh god you guys are dropping the try no no we we just want to play a video game with friends sometimes we'll be in the chat and people will be playing three different games it's fine sometimes you need that i mean it people yeah Certain people scoff at online friends, but I mean, online friends are still friends. That's the new world. You got to get used to that. I mean, how many times have I met Gonzo in person? Shit. Once? Yeah, vaguely once. Once? (laughs) I think he was playing a game and I was wandering through because I had missed the beginning of that particular tournament. Ah, I see. You know, me and Legion. You know, yeah. I don't think I've ever met Legion in person. Maybe in passing at a. At, I don't even know if we did that at Warfare War Machine weekend back then. But we're good friends. We haven't met in person. You don't need that anymore. People. I'm going to say this is a general thing. Don't let other people define how you can have friends and relationships. Because yeah. you know what? It's not for them to decide. It's for you. It's not your their life. You live it. It's none of their fucking business. Unless they're your friend. It ain't their business. And even then. Yep. What kind of friend do you want to have that doesn't think that... Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, Words. remember, when the, f- the friend who makes you choose between friends is not actually the friend. Indeed. You know? That's important. Like, you know, you can build a community many ways. Like, the only community... There's a lot of communities out there. I see people... Like, I don't, I'm not posting most of those Facebook groups anymore, but I'm still on them. 
you see a bunch of people like replying directly to him and you can tell those guys have camaraderie and everything. <laughs> Legion, I own the airbrush. I just have to set it up. I've owned it for years. At least two years. We need to set it up. And that's that's actually <laughs> technically Banyan's fault. I'm going to kick that down the line to Banyan. Damn it, Banyan. Granted, <laughs> we're getting stuff together. It's just, you know. It's tough. But again, if we didn't give Banyan crap, he wouldn't know that we loved him. Yes. We're the friends he deserves, not the friends he wants. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that, that, all that stuff is super important, I think, to gaming. That's how you get... That is why, I'm going to say, back in the day, the War Machine crew was the best. That's why they were better than the 40K guys, because they didn't do the same thing. They didn't have that camaraderie. It was much more adversarial and not friendly, if you get what I mean. Yeah. They weren't enemies, but they took it a little too much um that's why back then they said that like oh it's a much better community it was much better community and there are certain ones that are nowadays i'm not sure any of them really are they're much smaller their general communities are kind of kind of shit i've seen that in multiple communities now be it fandoms miniature gaming role-playing gaming video gaming Fucking action figures. Any of the communities that I, I come in and out, there's a lot of people who are just fucking asshats. Very clickish, too. Very clickish. But that's that's a human nature. That's why people get so much into sports and all. They have suddenly people in their quote-unquote tribe who they can they have a common connection with. And they just take it too far. Yeah, Legion, it was more much more important for 40k guys to dunk on their opponents than it was to make a community and it's sad you know you know sad that no one showed them the way they didn't have that you know we had that you know there was no super secret tech in war machine awards it was oh look at this totally busted thing i'm going to play before pp fixes it <laughs> and that's the way it should be there's no super I, like i had someone say that on a uh on a, on a MWO board, they're like, hey, I'm like, hey, I'm just trying this thing. I was like, well, don't keep the tech to yourself. Sure. I'm like, dude, if it was good, I would share it. But I understand where you're at. I appreciate that idea that there is no super secret mech tech. You just fucking share it. I want to share this stuff. Look at this crazy thing I created. Look at my that's shenanigans. The, yeah, that's how all the best ideas happen. You know, do you think all the best inventions ever in life for one person, I made it entirely from start to finish? Oh, no. They said, look at this thing I created. And someone's like, you know, he could do this and it would be better. And then it just goes from there. That's that's how science fucking happens. You want to see, you know, we hear firsthand about that. Listen to Adam Savage's rants on Tested on uh, YouTube of how he and Jamie used to come up with things. He had a thing he said, uh, just in the one I just watched recently, where he said, you always champion your idea, but... You know, and you keep, you fight for your idea. You know, it's your idea. But when someone suggests the right idea, in your heart, you fucking know it. And then you just give up your idea because that's the right one. You know? Yeah. Why don't we do it this way? But this way is easier and better. Like, oh, well, shit, let's do it that way. This way is easier and better. Who cares? 
You know, they say, who cares to get the credit? People like to, I don't even want to be the one who invented something. Well, I made Slap Chop. Fucker, you did not make Slap Chop. <laughs> Slap Chop existed in a different name way before your fucking ass started painting. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> they they want their claim. They Is want to be their trendy thing. Yes, indeed. They want to be their Duncan Rhodes claim to fame. Not realize that Duncan Rhodes got his claim to fame by just being Duncan Rhodes. You know, not everyone's cut out for that. You all want to be the next big thing, but you know what? It doesn't it's not going to happen? Not going to happen. So don't worry about that. Share your ideas. That's where it's at. That's why I share all these I have. I don't want to hoard knowledge. There's no bonus to hoarding knowledge. Knowledge hoarded by one person isn't actually fucking knowledge. It's a secret. And those things are totally different. No I want to share it. No secrets, no. Well, we're going to go by the movie. Too many secrets. Oh, man. That's and a brownie funny. point for whoever gets that movie. Yep. I'll take the brownies. I figured you'd know that one. It's one of my favorites, actually. Saw that in the theaters. I did not. I wanted to, but didn't get to. But then I saw it on home video, and I was like, fucking, this movie is good. It was very, very interesting. Yes. Anyways. So, yeah. So, I, I, I think... Your community is important for your mental health, um, for your spiritual health. And don't, I don't mean religious. Spirit and religion are fucking different. Spirit, religion, and faith are two different things. Yes. Three different things. Because your spiritual health is, there are times when you are just fucking tired. But it's not physical. It's not mental. It's just, you can't handle anymore. It's not, you can't quantify it it's there yep you know and you've got to have all those together and your group helps you with that not to mention also you should get a group to the point good enough where they can call you on your bullshit you know banion Bowie, all those guys can call me on my bullshit and occasionally do and it helps may not think it helps at the time but it helps you know <laughs> you don't know that you're at that point necessarily sometimes unless they tell you They've always been. My friends have always told me that. And I appreciate it very much. And you want to get that point with your whole group, you know, where the guys you just play games with once a week, twice a week. Like, hey, man, are you okay? You seem a little off. That's that's showing that you have a community and they care. That is good. That is what we should be. You cannot get by by yourself, no matter how strong you are. And if you need to be strong for yourself and for others, you need that group more to bounce ideas off, to get, you know, they'll recharge your spirit when you can't. Yep. Or they'll be like, hey, you got to cut this shit out of your life. So that's why it's important to get that group. However you get it. Don't care how you get it. In person. Cool. Online. You got it. Cool. As long as you got it, because you need it. And if you don't got it, you kind of got to face it. I mean, you know, you got to you gotta find it somehow. Maybe you haven't, you just don't realize you have it. But hopefully you do. And if you don't have one and you want one, you know how to find us. Yeah, Rich. absolutely. We are, I'm sure Gon was going to mention, I was about to kind of mention. <laughs> That we're working on a Discord. It's just taking time because I don't have time to just 
put into it right this moment. Also, doesn't help that Gonzo changed everything. I actually changed while I was in the middle <laughs> of playing video games. Not intentionally. Not intentionally by any stretch. It was it was like, hey, we need to change this. And I was like, okay. I didn't know that John had changed it already. <laughs> it's funny, though, because he... <laughs> Quick story time. On Discord, there are two types of threads. There's the just constant stream of people commenting threads. And then there's one where we make little subtopics. And I'm like, hey, we need some of the constant threads. So we changed all the ones that I thought should have little subtopics and would be good that I'd fixed to the constant threads. The ones I thought should be constant threads, he kept as subtopic threads. I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> it's, it is actually funny. I'm not like angry. It's actually funny. But yeah, Legion, that... we don't have any in the, uh, in the ninjas discord yet. But there are ones where you can go. It becomes sort of like an old school forum. You talk right. about it. Um, I know Legion, you're not on there, but the No Guts No Galaxy forum has the, for like mech builds, they go, hey, make a topic, make a topic, hey, build for X mech. And then we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll post under there. So the idea was, you know, games, rather than having just one big thread and you're talking about 10 different games at once, hey, we're going to talk about War Machine here. Boom, and then you talk, and it's all on a self-contained little subtopic. That we don't have a bunch of channels clogging you up. You have a channel that has subtopics, like war, you know, tabletop war games, then subtopics. But it's it's coming slowly. Don't expect it soon. Yeah, it, I'm working on it between drops and and BattleTech Advanced. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's going to be a small little place, and we're not going to like. I mean. We're not expecting, you know, 8 million people or whatever. No. But it's going to be, you know, kind of us locals, you know, kind of us, you know, more than dice people. Just a place to hang out, post pictures. Yeah. Occasionally we might just, uh, you know, stream something there. Just as a little, as we're not streaming everywhere. Just, you know, like I might drop MWO and stream on that real quick. You know, if I'm not dropping with my group or anything. Just so you guys can see it. But... That's but that's like literally that is part of it. Find those discords. If you have a streamer you like and you watch all the time, hopefully it's us. But if you have another one you like all the time, maybe a little bit less than us. Um, those, if they have a discord, those, get on there. Like there's a those discord. crazy folks over in the pyro club. <laughs> exactly. But like if there is a like there's a streamer that I follow, uh, No Gus No Galaxy. He does mostly MechWare online, but a bunch of other things occasionally. Focuses off of Kangonzo, just so you know. Um. But I, I'm on his Discord a lot because he made a good community out of that. You know? A community good enough that when somebody there had a friend pass, he posted there and we you know, we helped him out. And then I've used that thread more times than I fucking wanted to this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, that you might find that and it might be what you need. It might help you with your life. You know, just people there who understand. Because most people there are willing to listen. You're going to find people who aren't necessarily people you want to talk to. The bigger the Discord, the more likely. The bigger the group, the more likely you're going to find people you don't agree with. It's okay. You don't have to agree with all the people. Just ignore those fuckers and move on. Find your friends. Like, I, I love to say that there's a couple guys in that Discord that I like that I know are a certain way. Um... And, you know, I just, you know, ignore the fucker and move on. 
I don't got to interact with that fucker. Sometimes they may even post something you like. It might just be people are people, you know? They all have different views. They may not like what you like. And some of the things they don't like, they may not understand it because they're selfish. Humans are selfish by nature. Don't ever confuse yourself. That's why Mother Teresa is a fucking saint, because she was not selfish by nature. She is different than the rest of humans as not being selfish by nature. And it's okay if you're selfish. It's hard to not be selfish. That's why being selfish and, phil- and philanthropical, it's a big word when I'm drinking, is really <laughs> so amazing because it's not human nature. Because remember, the first thing people say when they get rich, they're like, I'm going to buy all these things for me. And then some of them are like, I'm going to buy these things for my family. Those are all good. No more. That's fine. But you really get people who are like, I'm going to donate a lot of money to this fucking charity, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's good to just remember that stuff when you get into a community. Yeah, being answers where I think we, not this community, but global we, have to disagree on an idea and not make it personal. Asterisks. There are certain ideas that one of the sides is so categorically wrong on that you can't just disagree. You know, I can agree to disagree on opinions. Oh, you like X movie? I don't. Let's say, you know, maybe you think I'm going to pull Snyder. a movie at random here. Um, I, I was actually going to pull a different movie at random here. <laughs> Ready Player One <laughs> is oh, terrible. Yeah, that, that's random, all right, fucker. <laughs> we can agree to disagree. It's fine. Yeah, it was you know? so random that John and I had the same idea. <laughs> Banyan hates Kung Pao. I can't fathom it. That movie's fucking hilarious, but... It's fuck-awful, is... and I will not be making apologizes for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We can agree to disagree. But there are certain things that aren't agree to disagree. Yes. And you just have to be ready in any forum, any community, to cut that person out. If you're on Twitter, block that fucker and move on. Maybe just mute him if you don't feel that mad. You just don't want to hear that fucker ever again. Depends on how egregious the thing they say is. If you're on Discord, you can do the same thing. Yeah. If you're in person, you can do what my boy Not Brushhead Dave does when the guy he fucking hate comes up and talks to me. Dave just churns and doesn't face the guy and doesn't interact with him. Doesn't leave because he's hanging out with me. Waits till the conversation's done, then we walk off. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> seems childish but it's actually the exact opposite it is the hey i'm hanging out with john john's here i'm not gonna leave because we're hanging out at a convention but i don't want to talk to this fucker so i'm just gonna turn my back so he doesn't speak to me it also gets the point across pretty blatantly of how he feels it's great but you know people say you're being childish you're not being childish there are certain you're people you're just never never going to agree with it's okay People who you just don't like. Maybe they wronged you in a past life. It's hard to tell. There's a story like my ex-wife. There was one of her old boyfriends. I don't know what it was, but I fucking hated the guy. He was no threat, like, romantically or anything. I just did not like the guy. Couldn't explain it. Oh, God, so fuck your first meow. Missy, we are fucking Shit. slacking. Fucking A. Who did that? Xander, uh, Xander because he's amazing. Lord. Yes, so remember. I've been slacking because I've been putting Space Marines together, and I've put nine out of ten in this unit together since we have started. I'm pretty awesome. proud of that. Well, 
I'm going to let someone else take the conversation for a second. Because I have to pee. <laughs> so, Mizzy, you are on a couple of discords and everything. And you actually do other things with people that I, you know, I, I don't do anything with them. But, right. you know, you know, Pyro Club is one of them that you do stuff with on a, a regular type thing. Yes. And what is it usually that you do with them? So, the Pyro Club actually introduced me to um, the Litching Hour. And every Friday night, the Litching Hour streams what they call Fruit Soup. And it's where you... you we can that they stream if they, if you if you know you're friendly with the uh, with the community then they, they put you in their Discord and there's a special channel where you can get the code to join the games, um, and so I I hang out with them on Friday nights. Um, I haven't lately because life has been crazy, but this last Friday, um, while I was putting together my Seeking model, I I just jumped in there and I. I it was really good to hang out with them and, you know, catch up on the shenanigans and just relax type of thing. Um, and then the, the pyro club does their own stuff regularly as well. Like kobolds every other Friday night. Um, and, um, what else do they do? They do so much. Um, they had their, their Monday night hangout parties where they, where they hobby. um, and it's just good to have that friend group there. Mm-hmm. So. Like anyone, like if you have, I, I mean, unjokingly, if you have any Twitch you follow and they have a group and, and you enjoy those people, hang out. All those people want to create communities more than they want to make money. I would dare, dare say they want to make a community. Oh, I I, I almost forgot. Um, they also do uh, prop prop uh, nights on Thursday nights with the Litching Hour, Little Bones, pyro club and three or four other people where they just get into this community server and just play and just play the game for several hours just it's just nice to have yeah well we look at the guys who play you know wow or whatever they get a whole group together and just play and have fun if that's what you need find it it's out there i swear but you have to be proactive on a little bit Mm mm-hmm you know, so I, I was, when we were in our first MWO group, I was the uh, morale officer. It was my job to take down names of people who we liked, who we played with well, to see if they wanted to join, just to have fun. Now, we don't quite play enough anymore for me to do that, but I've thought about it a couple of times. The guy does that, uh, we had a guy like, hey, how do you join a group? And I'm like, well, you know, you just sort of find a group of people and sort of pester them for an invite. Start hanging out. You join Discord <laughs> and you start talking and... You show up and you know, do things. Friend people in the game. Most games that are online or something have a friend function. Friend them just so you see when they're online. Like MWO has just a friend thing. Like you, you friend somebody, you can just message them. Like, hey, you want to join a group? We got a four man going, a three man going. We need a fourth. Cool, jump in. That's like literally how my first group in MWO was. It's just a random person was like, it found me in a game. Like that guy seems like he's got his head on straight. A friend of me is like, hey, I'm starting a group. Want to join? I'm like, well, fucking sure I'll join. That sounds good. Hell yeah. I still see one of the guys that used to drop with that. You know, it's fun. It, 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 that's how you build a community. That's how I built my online friend community. Started off with uh, 
it's sort of two different things colliding. It started off with the, you know, the, the herb guys for MechWare Online. Then we sort of split into two groups because some of them are <laughs> politically challenged. I think it's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> but then the rest of us just want to have fun and just there. And we grab more people as it comes in. And Legion joined and all. It, it, it's super fun. But you got to find those groups that you need. Yes. Uh, and if you don't have those groups right now, I'd say you need to take a hard look at your life and see if you need them. Maybe you don't. I'll be honest. I need those groups more since I was divorced than before. You know? Maybe you've got that whole family. You don't need it. It's all good. No one's going to judge you for it. Mm -hmm. That sort of life, you know? you got to find what you need. And don't necessarily let us define what you need either. We're just giving advice. You may, yes. like I said, you may not need it at all. People Good for are you. all I'm, different. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you don't, but if you do... Yes. You know where we are. Option. You know, I am... I, I jokingly say, and it's not really a joke, boy, I'm, I'm an emotional support human. If people need help, I'm here to help. Yes. Regardless of what bullshit's going on in my life. And let me tell you, it's been very bullshitty recently. <laughs> but still happy to chat with people and, you know, try and make it better. Not to say I'm going to have the words. Not to say anyone is ever going to have the words. But sometimes you just want someone to listen. I can do that. Find that person who can listen to you, you know? You got to, you know, your community is, is self-defined. What you need from a community. And hey, if you there's a community there and you need something more from it, talk to the guy who's in charge. Say, hey, I think it'd be great if we did this thing. You know? Maybe if you're playing a miniature or uh, computer game, maybe you need tournament practice once a week, maybe every other week, maybe once a month. Talk to them. Say, hey, I'd like to see this. They don't know unless you say something. Nope. I mean, it's physics, but, you know, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. You know, so so think about that when you're uh, when you're going stuff. So like how they've been doing stuff is probably OK for them. So Gonzo, it's funny you're clearing up that little bit you made a mistake on, but it looked like it was a perfect second, like partial circle there. It looked great. <laughs> Maybe it's just the camera view, but I was like, that looks great. Oh, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> no, but don't to... neglect rest. Yes, don't neglect rest. That's But that's part of life, Legion. I mean. Don't hesitate to take a break from a game. Even if you're... You can be in the community and not play the game. Yup. Like, even the mokes... I'm not going to call them toxic, but uh, one of the streamers I occasionally watch is a bunch of comp players more. They're... Reacting like comp players do. They're not bad guys. Most of them understand if people are just having fun. As long as you're trying hard. I mean that in the good way, not the bad way. And... But some of them are like, I haven't played the game in six months. But they still come in and hang out because they like the people they chat with. You know? Communities start off for something and then can end up meaning so much more than that. Again, remember, one lunch at Pizza Hut and now, you know, not Brushhead Dave and Frank are two of my best friends. You never know when that happens. You know, and it's hard for some of us. Some of us aren't super outgoing. Like, That's why we have friends like Gonzo. Yeah, <laughs> despite the fact I'm a customer service manager, I don't fucking like people. 
Jesus Christ, I don't want to talk to people when I get done with work. Sometimes I get home and Banyan wants to talk and I don't even want to talk. That's the way it is sometimes. That doesn't mean that you don't need people who are ready when you're ready. And the good communities will be there, you know? Yes. I miss, I, I'll be honest, I miss a lot of our War Machine Hordes community because it was a lot of good people. But, you know, we all sort of move along, and that's life. Don't try and... When the direct motion of life is taking away from something, don't necessarily fight it too hard. Because sometimes you want to. Like, I don't want to... You know, I'm going to talk to those friends. You can still talk to those friends. But if you're not... If you don't want to play War Machine anymore, don't force yourself just because you want to relive that. You can't. You know the saying, you can't go back? You can't. won't be the same. You know, you listen, uh, was it, uh, Billy Joel, scenes from Italian restaurant, the whole thing, uh, ends with, you know, they went back to the, uh, went back to the place where you could never go back again. It's absolutely fucking true. You can't. You've just got to pick up the pieces and move on. It won't be the same. Nostalgia is a motherfucker. It'll make you think, even if it is exactly the fucking same, your mind will go, it's not the same because it was better back in the day. That's why old people are so cranky. Right, Gonzo? <laughs> yep. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, because, you know, your nostalgia is it, and you have to fight that. You know, you got to roll with punches. You got to be ready for change. Life is change. Um, you can try and keep it the same as much as you can, but you move on with things. Like, let's be honest, there's multiple times I've found a game like, this is the game for me, I'm never going to play another game. Fucking, I don't play half of those games anymore. More than half. <laughs> like, it just happens, you know? Yeah. He's... Roll with the punches. Try and... Uh... Makes me think of the uh, Offspring song, Let the Bad Times Roll. I would say uh, there's a sign at work. It's one of those motivational signs. It's don't be sad because it ended. Be happy because it happened. That's wisdom. That's actually something. Because you can focus on the negative, but don't. Just don't focus on the negative. You know, you had good times. That's cool. Don't reminisce. Don't live in the past. I mean, I'll, I'll go elsewhere. I'll go to Star Wars, you know. Bury the past. Kill it if you fucking have to. They didn't use the fucking I did. You know. Because sometimes you just need to get away from that past. It's over. Maybe you can salvage something from it. Maybe you can't. A little down low, Gonzo. You're a little high. Yeah, I do. I don't like the way this I know what you're laughing about, Busy. Not yet. Soon, probably. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, I got a little deeper than I thought. I'm done. <laughs> well, like John was saying, we do have a Discord server. We're just trying to get it all up and going pretty well. So it'll be, you know. What the hell is that? It's a new Gonzo thing. So Gonzo gets to do the thing. What is it? Oh, Tango Wait. with Terry. Dang it, right when I was doing a wash, too. Look, 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 look. Here's Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have I don't have a flower. I'd have a flower, but it's Tango with Terry. <laughs> okay. What the fuck? 
conversation. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> what? It was Tango with Terry. What's wrong with Tango with Terry? I... <laughs> Worst Tango ever. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> right. Anyways. So, we'll back to the stream now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw, but the Angels won by the biggest uh, amount of runs scored ever. And they hit, like, three home runs back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. It was a pretty cool clip, which is how I watch baseball clips. Anyways. Oh, Benny and I wouldn't know. I haven't seen Billy Madison. I have standards. They're low, but he does have some. I mean, Adam Sandler is below my standards. <laughs> Unless he's doing a serious movie. He actually can act. There's a lot of people like that. It's surprising. Feel high again. Octopuses yeah. are weird. There you go. Octopuses are octopi, technically. If mm. you want to get grammar Nazi, maybe. Anyway. Pie. I pie like is, pie. Pie is great, but I mean, three point one four one five, etc. Tentacles are fantastic. Tentacles are fun. How about the local sports teams? <laughs> I can't talk on sports. I don't know anything about it. Gonzo, you might want to just change it to uh, the media <laughs> section now to save us because this is getting. Tentacles right, are I... going to get brought up in the media section. <laughs> as long as it's not a Roscoe Doji, I'm okay with that. No, it is. It is. Really? I mean, it... John, you know what movie I watched last night? Tentacles are going to get brought up. Yeah, but See, what he's asking about. It's a mistake <laughs> to think that I have the memory more than a goldfish. <laughs> Sorry, I have faith. I, God, I, I have faith, the faith, the faith. Pretty much. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that movie. All right, I'll go and switch it over to music section. Give me a second. Let me switch everything over. Okay, Cthulhu Media. Mm, sort of. Mm -hmm. oh, oh. Let me just say before we start, if you're on Twitter, follow at Coach Gowron. He is fucking inspiring. It's the best. So, media section. Uh, John says he has like seven things this time. Which is I good. mean, three. I'm not even caught up on the series I did watch. Um, I had a couple of things I watched this week. Um, sorry, I had to write those down before I forgot about them. Um, so, I got a few things that I watched. Um, one of the things that I watched recently um, was I watched the new season of Star Wars Visions. Um, season one 
was very fun. That's out? Yeah. And that's how bad I feel. Bad advertising it. because this is the... F- I mean, I knew they were making it. This is the first I heard it was out. It's out. It's not that good this year. This season was not that great. The stories weren't as cool. The art wasn't as cool. I was not impressed with it this year. Uh, well, I was from, kinda... from the announcement, it felt like it was rushed. <clears throat> it... I'm like, oh, they're making a new Star Wars Visions. Now you tell me they're out. I'm like, that seems like a quick turnaround. Yeah. Maybe they were already going. Mm-hmm. No clue. But, um, so I watched it. Of course, Star Wars Visions is a bunch of short stories based in the Star Wars universe. Um, they <clears throat> just weren't good this time. There was like one, maybe two that were decent enough to watch, but they just weren't entertaining. I was like, I was really bored with this one. And I know some of them have got to be artistic and, you know, it's about the, the art more than it is the story, but it just wasn't fun. Um, and some of them were just like, really, can we get this one over so we can get to a better one? But there really wasn't a better one this year. So I was kind of upset. I want to say I only watched three from last year. Just didn't get a chance to watch the rest. The three I watched were good. First three, but, you know. Yeah. Again, we, we say there's so much media, you can't ever be upset that you're not consuming it all. Yeah, I mean, it was okay, but it definitely was not as good as the first one. Season one was really fun, really good. Season two, it got a meh rating for me. I'm just like, eh, okay. I can, you know, live without it this time. So, I could have gone without it. So, so that's a good, good, quick uh, sub-discussion. Do you think that they should slow down and make better media rather than more? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I would say that they're a victim of their own delivery system. They need to produce media because people are not... This is going to sound terrible. I'm just going to say it bluntly. People are not loyal to a streaming service, and they'll cancel it and come back in and binge what they want to watch and leave. Oh, yeah. And that's sort of the nature of the beast. You have to find a way to make enough. This is why you shouldn't, and I'm sorry to all you guys who binge things, you shouldn't release a whole series at once. You should release it one episode at a time so that people watch it one episode at a time and all. You have more time to keep up. Um. I'm going to touch on that subject, too, because I watched something like that this week also. Cool. But, I did, too. Uh, Captain Mizzy, what would you get this week? Um, my first one was from Tuesday, I think. I watched the second animated Adam's Family. Okay. Um, it was okay. I didn't enjoy it as much as I did the first one. It was more Wednesday-focused, but it was... I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. It was great. Um, animation was fine. Um, just, I think, story-wise. So, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. That's fair. Like, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Three sounds like a, you don't need to watch it unless you really love that thing. Yeah. Or, you know, you just need to shut your brain off and you need background noise. It's That's called music. It's called music. Sometimes but I like. listen to music for eight for seven and a half hours a day while I'm working. Must be nice. I I got a variety. There's a lot of musical variety out there. I understand what you mean. It's just not my way. 
John, what you got? Uh, well, last week, um, before I realized, now it's funny, going to dinner with uh, not Brescia Dave and no nickname Frank, uh, we actually were done and I was back home in time to get on, but uh, I took a nap because I ate uh, too much. <laughs> Food coma. Nice. And I only woke up because apparently there was problems with fucking meow and I had to solve some shit. Uh, but yeah, so I watched uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen just because I was punching through Amazon Prime. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. Nice. That is my opinion of a movie that could have been so much better than it was. Yeah. All the pieces were there. It is less than some of its parts. That's fair. But also thinking about it, I did also think about, is there... Has there been a movie that has the sort of technology of time? I don't want to call it steampunk, but we'll call it, people generally call it steampunk, even though that sort of defies what cyberpunk is anyways. That's a whole other discussion. That sort of steampunk, you know, weird technology, because this is true of the century, 1899, and the technology is way more than it should be. Like, way more. Not a little bit more, way more. Like, most of it I can get by. Okay, you made a prototype tank. You made automatic weapons early. Sure, whatever. That's not completely unheard of. The car? Nemo's car? <laughs> really? It's a little... It's a little off. A little far-fetched. And all due respect to the design of Nemo's... Uh, Nemo's Nautilus... Mm, I like the one from the Disney better. You know, because the idea was mistaken for a sea monster. You're never going to mistake that fucking thing for a sea monster. It's a giant white submarine. You're never going to fucking mistake that. But anyways, all that stuff aside, it would have been terrible if it wasn't for the actors in it fucking carrying that movie. The thing I, is, not anyone carries it in any stream. Even Sean Connery fails at a couple points. But whenever one drops it, one of the other ones picks it up and helps carry it. Yes, Andrew, it looked like a white whale. I guess that's why Ishmael's there. Which is a deep cut. Most people don't get that cut. But uh, I, I enjoy it overall. It, the fun and adventure of it makes it watchable. It is Barely a two. Probably should be a two and a half for a lot of people. But it's a two. It's enjoyable. It's one of those just have some fun movies. Could have been so much better. But if you don't think about that, you'd be okay. Uh, but also think about, has there ever been a movie that uses that technology, like I was saying earlier, that technology out of time that actually hit well? Because the ones I think of, and there's not many, they all didn't do well. Because, you know, I'm thinking like the uh, the Musketeers, the Musketeers one that used the, the steampunky thing didn't do well. Mm -mm. Though I enjoy that movie way more than this. And more on that later <laughs> because uh, I'm probably going to be watching all the diversions through Musketeers at some point. But anyways, two, barely. Technically, you can go 2.25 if you want to, but it's in that area. Do you mean Destro's Xander Rollard? Do you mean Destro? Man in the Iron Mask? Yeah, well, he means the Phantom, who's the bad guy. Yeah. 
It's actually a red herring. <laughs> Clue jokes. Much better movie. Gonzo, what's your next one? Um, so I started watching Fubar, which is a the uh, Arnold one, right? Arnold's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, you could actually call this True Lies two, and you would be okay with that, hmm. uh, because it follows the same concept of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a spy trying to get out of being a spy because he's super old, um, but can't because something comes up, and so he has to do all these other spy things along with it. Um, and it very much has the feel of true lies also. Uh, you know, there's a guy sitting in a, you know, in an area telling him what they said, tell him what they do, giving him all the tech, you know, type thing, the guy in the chair, um, type thing. And it's actually not bad. Uh, I've gotten through like most of it. Um, it's entertaining. It's okay. It's not great. Uh, it's already been renewed for another season, I believe, which is okay. I mean, cool. <clears throat> well, it's sort of their flagship. Arnold's been pushing it pretty hard. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean it, it, it it reminded me when I was watching it of True Lies. And I'm like, I'm okay with that because True Lies was a good, fun show. And there's some good one-lining, you know, Arnold quips going through it and such. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'll give a full review. But right now, I'd say it's about... One and a half type thing. But cool. it's been fun. I enjoyed it. Mizzy? Um, so last night I was putting together Space Marines. What? And I needed um, something to watch that wouldn't distract me. That I could use as background noise. But I didn't want it to be something stupid. Um, or so dumbed down that it, that it wouldn't... Anyway, so I picked out a movie that I've seen like a gajillion times, can quote it, and if I was more extroverted, I could probably act out the entire thing myself. Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. I found out that I can put eight models together in three hours. (laughs) Okay, that's actually not the movie I thought it was, because you said at World's End, I thought it was the fucking Simon Pegg movie. I'm like, I haven't seen. I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. That's, uh... Underrated, I want to say. Yes. So. I would say anything after the first Pirates is probably underrated. People shit in a lot more than they should. So, this one is my favorite out of all of them. Like That's a bold peak. statement. I don't Cause, care. Because <laughs> Curse of the Black Pearl, really good. Yes, I, I, I do agree. Curse of Black Pearl. But what makes it my favorite and the best, in my opinion is I, I love the the scene with the uh, brother in court and yes. the fight scene with Barbosa in the Maelstrom. Fair. Peak. There's, there's like, a lot just, of good stuff in it. Like I said, people, people shouldn't more because the series didn't go the way they expected. You know? Yeah. Coming with expectations. Uh, the two and three of the Pirates movies did not go the way people expected. They were a little far afield from the first one, and it left a bad taste in people's mouth. Reminds me of other movies. Star Wars, anyone? Anyways. Anyway, so, for me and my pirate heart-loving self, I'm going to give it half a space over Because I just, I love this movie so much. Barbosa is amazing. I love him. Oh, 
Jack is shenanigans fun. The cast is great in all those movies, even uh, Orlando Bloom, who probably needed more roles. He's in a couple movies I really like, but he's yeah, people only remember his Legolas for a reason, pretty much. Yep. Cool, yeah, I need to rewatch the two and three. I haven't seen them much. I've only seen them maybe twice. I own them, and I have been obsessed with them since they came out. To be fair, my my ex-wife took the the Pirates movies in the divorce. That's fair. But if you got Disney Plus, it's on there. Fair enough. That sounds good. Uh, I watched... The first episode of uh, Strange New Worlds. I've not watched the second yet. Yes, I know it's out. Yes, I'm behind. Fuck off. <laughs> um, it's fucking great. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Fuck like, yes. I love what they're doing with this. This is peak Star Trek, and I would not be. Su- I, I'm not hesitant to say that I feel like this is better than any other Star Trek series at its peak. They're. I was talking to one of my coworkers and he's a big Star Trek fan and we talked about the first episode and we were like, this is, this is just great. This is good Star Trek. People don't understand that there's a difference between good sci-fi and good Star Trek. This is good Star Trek. This is good Star Trek. And also they put character development in with the story. Yeah. Like you learn things about characters that happened in the past as part of the story because it comes up because of the story. It's great storytelling. Like, and I know people like certain Star Trek series a lot. That's cool. But this is, this is absolutely peak Star Trek. They, they just do it right. The right level of humor in with things, the right casting people doing the right things. It's, and I'm sure it doesn't necessarily fit perfectly in with continuity, but fuck continuity. But canon doesn't fucking matter except as it see, serves the needs of the actual series. We as as nerds have gotten too far into continuity when it doesn't really matter. Like, if things don't follow continuity-wise, it's fucking okay. It's just a fucking TV show. Yeah. But it's great. It's enjoyable. I love. I love all the characters in it. Oh yeah, uh, I-, I watched episode two because it's one of my Thursday night shows, and uh, it 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 was good too. Um, I've heard it- some stuff. What goes on to that? And I, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it's relevant. It's relevant. Yeah. So I I like it. I like that they're not doing too much with a season. You know, that was sort of Discovery's thing is they did went seasons went a little long and they didn't need to go that long, I don't think. So I'm happy to see <laughs> Yes. Thanks, Missy. Um I'm happy to see that they're doing the right thing. I hope they don't just don't do it too long. I mean, fucking I've said this multiple times. Do BBC style. You know how long a season is? As long as it fucking needs mm-hmm. to be. Yep. Do we have to do one every year? You don't have to do one every year. Do one next year. Do one every six months if you've got a small one. Like, here's a four-episode arc, go. All right, we're done. Here's season three. It's only, you know, six more episodes. People get upset. Don't care about how many... It doesn't matter how many episodes it is. It just matters if you enjoy them. 
they tell a complete story and everything in six episodes. Six episodes is fucking fine. If it takes seven, seven's fine. If it takes ten, ten is fine. You can leave out. You can put in filler if you feel you need it, but make it add in. Like all the quote unquote filler episodes of season one of Stranger New Worlds fit in. That's sort of the, the joy of a Star Trek series is if you're doing proper Star Trek, you don't need a ton of continuity. Just enough continuity. That was always Star Trek's strength is Next Generation On is just just enough continuity, you know? Uh, was it uh, Straczynski? And also, I'll mention this in a minute. Uh, you know, when he went to make Babylon 5, asked, you know, all of the... TV stations, as he could get in touch with. Hey, how do you reshow things? They're like, reshow, reshow them in order. I mean, there's an order. We just fucking show them in that order. Like, it's not like it's hard for them, right? They have a program. They just get, boom, next episode, go. That's what made him make Babylon 5 and have that whole overarching story and realize he could do that without people becoming too confused. Now, honestly, in streaming area, it doesn't matter, but it was groundbreaking to show that. And that's all you need, just enough. To show, you know, like obviously the characters, some of the characters from season one aren't in anymore. And that was, you know, a story element. And if you show them in order, people will see things. It's great. I love where they're going with it. I'm not going to rate it yet, but I mean, obviously, so far, zero. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yes. Um, I do want to do a quick one real quick before we get to our compilation that we're going to, that we all did. Uh, We all, did everybody watch the movie we were supposed to watch? I did my homework. I did my, I did homework. my homework. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Uh, so I watched the first episode of Secret Invasion. I'm going to hold off. Um, but right now, I'm like, meh. So I'm just going to hold on. Oh, <clears throat> I'm going to hold off on rating until I at least get a few more episodes in or at least the season's done. Um, but I'm not, like, completely into it right now. Didn't catch me. Didn't get. Didn't make me want to watch more. I'm interested to see how they're going to react to the, uh, <clears throat> let's say, controversy. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, so, we did have a uh, homework assignment. We were all supposed to watch the, and I'm going to just say, the only Crow movie out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not technically true. True, but. To be uh, fair, it's the only one I've seen. Uh, I tried watching the others, uh, but we're we're talking about Crow, and, and the reason why this subject brought up is because they're doing a remake, um, and we were like, oh, we need to watch that. So uh, I own it on DVD, put it in because I guess it was good to watch it free or DVD whatever. DVD slacker, <laughs> I own a Blu-ray. So well, neither of you had to watch it with ads, so there you go. <laughs> Missy watched it with ads. Um, I'm going to say this. The special effects are showing it's, it's, it's dated, but yes. it, it's yeah. completely understandable. Does it deter? Not really, but you're looking at it like, damn, they were that bad? I'm like, yeah, they were that bad back then. But Well, the thing is, even if you think about it from when they came out, it's not even that bad for the era. No. Yeah. But you have to judge it by the era. Nowadays, like, they would do that so much better. Yeah. Which is the reason why I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the new one. I would pay money to see them... Put it out in the theater again with just the special effects cleaned up. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, the soundtrack for this is legit. Oh, yeah. The music for so, this yeah. is really good. Absolutely what the kids call 
bangers. <laughs> and the whole album, as they say, slaps. And I think we talked about that with uh, Zambies. Yeah, it yes. was. It and it was appropriate for the 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 tone, the atmosphere, everything to go with this because it's supposed to be a dark show. It's supposed yes. to be uh, a dark, you know. It's dark, brooding. but it's not. It's not overly dark. It is appropriately dark, and yes. that's. It's like I get accused of only liking things with happy endings. No, I like things with appropriate endings. Correct. The ending to this is absolutely appropriate. Yes. Yes. The whole tone of this is absolutely appropriate, and it works. Yes. I mean, I don't call it one of my perfect movies for no reason. And yes, the effects be better. There's a couple things. Overall, though, from finish, if you don't change anything, I'd still like. Yeah, it's a perfect movie. You don't really need to change anything. And the characters are so good. Uh, yes. They're so inappropriately wild in different spots. So I mean, inappropriately. They're real humans. Yeah. Yeah, they feel like like Ernie Hudson feels like he's a human with weird quirks and stuff like. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> but and it was it was it's really it's uplifting in parts. It's yeah. it's violent, but it's not overly violent. You're surprised at how like not overly violent it is really. There's a couple parts, but like overall you're just like this is violence, but it's not like graphic violence, let's say. Because there's no need for it to be graphic. Your mind fills in. And, uh, I mean, I really love it. I mean, I love that they got Brandon Lee. I mean, I don't like that he died. That was fucking terrible. But uh, I love the guy there. And he was not just doing martial arts, you know? And it's funny because if you go to the movie before this he was in, uh, Showdown Little Tokyo, he talked about how as the movie goes on, he's going to get more of his own. Actually, I guess the two movies before this. Uh, he's get more of his own say in stunt choreography and all. He wants that. He likes martial arts more than he likes gunplay. But he understood that, I mean, he had the right look for it. He, the right charisma. His quips are generally on point. In fact, I'd say most of the quips in this, there's one or two that fall kind of flat, but most of them are generally on point. And he has all had the right so, build, too. Because the crow's yeah. not supposed to, you know, it, it, I've read a few of the comics and stuff like that. It was never this, you know, big hulking, you know, badass. He, it was just. He's wiry. Yeah. He's wiry. Best way to put it. He's wiry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all um, quoting the same movie for that too. It's great. Yeah, the one thing that I remember, and I know it's a quote from someone else, was when he did the line, uh, "Was it Mother's the name of God and the lips of uh, and hearts of children?" And I was like, that scene. I was like, oh damn. That is I, that scene hit me this time too. It's such an important scene because you're like, oh shit, he's just fucking murdering people. And then you stop. No, that's not what he's all about. Correct. And that. That helps you realize, okay, I like you'd get it otherwise, but that's sort of helps you realize, okay, he's not just about murdering fuckers. He's murdering these fuckers, and they all deserved it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> he's about setting things right. Yes. Yeah. Vengeance. And, like, while I agree to an extent for the living, vengeance is not necessarily a fulfilling thing. Sometimes that shit just needs to be done. I mean, it was... It was done so well because, like, the, in the fight scenes, the the gun scenes at the big big table and such, that they're a little silly at points, but they're internally consistent. Correct. They they're they're appropriate for the movie. Yes, in my opinion. And I, I mean, I watched it. I was like, damn, I forgot how fun this movie is and how just engrossing things are in this movie. And and it's a great three act structure. You know, it's not like the the whole, you know, 
the bare bones. It's the hero shows up. The hero does the thing he has to do. Then the hero does the thing he didn't realize he had to do as a result of what he did. It's, it's a it's a great three-act structure. Yeah. I... It feels a little disjointed because of that, but it fits when you get there. Uh, it's a shorter movie, too. It's only like an hour and a half, hour 45. You could probably have made it a little bit longer and you wouldn't have got a lot of filler because uh, uh, the bad guy's not filled out as much. But, I mean, you can't give him too much screen time or he'll fucking steal the show. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he went... He knew what movie he was in and he went fucking hard. Oh, yeah. Like, his whole crew... I mean... A lot of people are caricatures, but that's necessary in a movie to get the point across. Like the detective who's at odds with Ernie Hudson's character. And Ernie Hudson's fucking great in this. Yes. Yes. Um, the detective who goes at odds with him is a bit of a character, but, you know, it fits and it gets the point across. I, I, I'm really... I'm hoping that the remake is, it, it does itself justice like this. Because it's you, not about... It's entirely possible. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not about, you know, the crow is not about being this big badass that kills everybody and so on and so forth. It's about the story of why the crow is like this and why the crow yeah. has to do it. Like I said, that's the point that hits. It's about the, the it never sacrifices the story and idea of the story for gratuitous violence. Yeah. Um, zero. Yeah, same here. It's a perfect movie. You watch it literally... I try to watch it every every fucking Halloween. Yeah, super. Uh, if Elvar's involved in it, that's good. He was kind of traumatized by the first one, understandably. Yeah. Fair. Rest in peace. You know, and I feel for everyone involved in that production. It was you know, and it was ironic that he sort of dies in the way that his one of his father's characters was killed in a movie. Or 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 faked his death in a movie. It was it's weird, but he is. You know, you always talk about an actor that you wish had not gone so soon. Him, he is fucking great. Yeah, like I mean, well, you know, we got was it is it Alexander Skarsgård? I can't remember which one that's going to be playing the new crow. He has the build. He's a tall, lanky, you know, whatever type person. And he also, you know, he played. There's, as long as they hire the stunt team, yeah, hire a good stunt team. You you don't have Brandon Lee probably Bill, doing a good most of his own stunts. Hire a good stunt team goes a long way. Yeah, and I mean, he, and he did really good, you know, as playing, you know, it the clown and it, and it being creepy, and he's got the body, you know, and everything. I think I only saw him in uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. No, Bill played in it. It's. Alexander, who's doing Crow? Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Which one of them has Godzilla versus Kong? Hold That's on. the one I've seen. <laughs> I think in recollection they both have the right build, but yeah, I think Alexander. Yeah, they're they're, they're very similar. Yeah, I think Alexander is much taller. Looks like though. they're related. Yeah, what? they're brothers. Just making a joke. <laughs> joke. Uh, but yeah, zero. Anyway. Movie. I watch it every year. Um, I would actually even take this time to suggest watch all of Brandon Lee's stuff. Yeah. Shadow Old Tokyo's got a couple points that are a little 290s. They're a little sketchy as far as content. But overall, it's a very good movie. And Rapid Fire, his only other solo outing, 
top build. It's fucking great. I love it. Um, Alexander played in Godzilla versus Kong. Very well. So I'm seeing. Yay. Yeah, he was also. Was it a. Uh, what was the vampire? The Northman. Northman. Uh, True Blood. True Blood. He's he, he's uh, he's got he's got the build. Yeah. I haven't haven't seen either of those. He was in Zoolander. Very much haven't seen that. I have standards. Didn't know he was in that, but you also didn't say standards about the other two. Those seem okay. Zoolander. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to talk about before we get to the end of the show is uh, season two of The Bear came out this week. Um, if you didn't watch season one, it's about you know a restaurant, you know. So on and so forth. Uh, and uh, line cooks and everything else. Uh, season one was really, really good. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It had great acting, great writing, so on and so forth. Season two came out, and they put out the entire season at one time. So, mm-hmm. my brain, I binge-watched the whole thing. Um, which isn't bad for me, because I was doing other things, because I can do other things while I'm, But... This season wasn't as good as the last one. Not nearly as good. There was a lot of offshoots and weird things going on and a lot of flashbacks and I was not happy with this season. Was it good? It was okay. It it was more of a 2.5 meh type thing, but it got really good at the last episode. And it was like, shit, why wouldn't it this, you know, through the entire season but i was i was kind of disappointed in this season it it was just okay but it was weird seeing this because this was just a hulu show i'm used to it like an entire season on netflix that's common but on hulu i was like put out the entire season at once you could have but you know that's what's that's what's hitting nowadays is just throw out the entire season on a lot of these networks and i i i'm with you on there there are certain shows or programs that need to be brought out weekly so they capture the audience and hold the audience. But this show could have helped. It probably could have done better if it was done as a weekly type thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we're still in the formative stages, no matter how long we're into it, of, C- of series here because they don't know what they're fucking doing. Some they're doing one, some they're doing two, some they start with two episodes. And this whole, oh, it didn't do as well as we want, we're going to take it off. You know, was it uh, Grease... Rise of the Pink Ladies or whatever the fuck it yeah. is. They did a season. Didn't do well. They're taking it fucking off. You won't be able to watch it. Like, what the fuck good does that do for your thing? Maybe people will be interested in that. Yeah, All leave, it does is it make there. you not realize if maybe you misjudged it. I think what they're trying to do, if I'm reading later, is trying to get people to watch it immediately. But it's not going to work. We don't have time like that. Mm-mm. I think they understand that. Like, Disney taking Willow off serves Disney no good. No. All it does is make us go, oh, fuckers, what are you doing? You I, know, I don't maybe understand. Maybe we want to rewatch that. it. Maybe we enjoyed it and we want to fucking rewatch it. That's something I don't understand about is removing a show off of the air. I'm the like, only thing I think about is they're trying to make it go like, you need to watch it when it comes out or else. Like, well, fuck you. I won't watch it all at all. How about that, motherfucker? I'll cancel your service. <laughs> By having those series there afterwards, all you do is get people to come and pay money to watch your series service. Like, you're never going to be, and in my opinion right now, 
Disney Plus is pretty good for keeping all year round. They they keep a pretty good steady thing. And then Paramount Plus pretty good. The rest, maybe not so much. I mean, I think maybe Max just because there's so much on it. Yeah. But you know, if you if you if you keep doing this shit, people will cancel your shit. Like Disney, you may say you and my hot childhood. You don't think I can't cut that shit off right away? I barely get time to watch TV as it is. <laughs> I still buy fucking DVDs and Blu-rays, son. I'll be okay. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, I want them to figure out what they're doing so that we can understand where we're at. And I don't think this every fucking company having their own streaming service is going to work. Eventually, people sure. are just going to turn stuff off. Yeah, it's, it's sure it's cable, but we get to pick and choose what we watch when we want to watch it. But we don't all want to pay, you know, at $10 a month sometimes now. We don't all want to pay like 60 bucks a month. Fuck that. We're not gonna. We're gonna come in, take what we want, and leave. And then you're in the hard thing of like, we're gonna only have ourselves available for a short time. Then no one will ever come to your fucking streaming service. You're gonna do the opposite. You think taking Willow off and shit like that's gonna work? It's not. Now the people are like, oh, I kind of want to see that Willow system series and have a chance. Oh, well, no fucking point in getting Disney Prime, Disney Plus for that now. Fuck off. Yeah, no need to. If I can't watch it, no. Nope. What's the point? It's like if uh, Apple TV took uh, um, Ted Lasso off. Just finished my brain. Ted Lasso off. Well, never buying your service. Fuck off. And don't think we can't hold a grudge. We can fucking hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> we know how. I mean, that look like a dwarf, a motherfucker. I can hold a grudge like a dwarf. <laughs> I remember. But yeah, so I mean, I want people to watch what the stuff they like as it comes out, but don't don't change your life feel you have to. If you've only got space for three series and there's four series out, let fucking one of them go. It's okay. You have to have balance in your life with all your media consumption. You need to play your video games, you need to do your in-person stuff, you need to watch your TV, you need to watch your YouTube. There's stuff on YouTube you want to watch. Watch it all and then just 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 pace yourself on it. It's okay. If you got a day off and you want to you want to fucking go all in on something, cool. But don't do it all the time. It's not healthy. Sometimes you want, sometimes that, and I think that might be a case with the one Gonzo was talking about, Bear, I think it was. Sometimes you need that end of episode, man, I got to wait a week for the next episode. I cannot wait. Correct. Sometimes like you Star need Trek, that. I'm ready for a new Star Trek. I'm only doing it slow because I want to want to pace myself. I don't want to get too far in a lot of things I'm trying to balance right now. Yeah. But you have to do that stuff, so. Do what is right for you. Try not to go too far at once. And then, you know, don't forget that these places have contacts. If you fucking think they're doing stupid stuff, fucking email and tell them they're doing stupid stuff. I guarantee you someone reports that shit. As someone who does customer service for an organization, I report every email, no matter how stupid. Example, just to close up the show. One of my clients did a pride shirt. And some motherfuckers were like, I can't believe you're doing this woke-ass shit. Yes, I sent that entirely worthless fucking bitching email to my boss. <laughs> and I'm not like, hey, sir, here's what people are, here's what some people have said. Granted, it was six people in total, and those fuckers can go fuck off. Fuck off. But, because it's not even like, oh, it's, just, just, it's just in rainbow colors for Pride Month. But people will listen to that. So if you have complaints, fucking send them. I guarantee you there's some way of getting those things 
to the end so they can see it. They crave that shit. That's half the problem. They don't know what we're thinking. They're fucking trying to guess. Anyways, I'm John. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate you coming out. It is the end of the show. Um, we appreciate you listening, whether it's you know here or all the other streaming services we have, or you know live. And if you want, come and check us out live. We have a good time. And if you see us out somewhere, don't be afraid to say hi. I mean, we're we don't know, bite. Let's just ask nicely. Only on days and in and why. Um, do we? And do only that? if you ask nicely. <laughs> <laughs> Consent is a thing. Um, but guys, please take care of yourself. Um, and each other and take each, each other. other too. Yeah. Look after your buddies. If you know, if something's going on, check in on everybody. Um, I did a check in this week from like a bunch of friends that I haven't talked to in a while and I haven't seen anything from them on Facebook in a while. And I was like, Hey, you doing okay? I'm, yeah. I'm just really busy. I'm like, okay, that's good. Just make sure you check in on people. Yeah. Um, when you think about it, do it. Check in. Check in. Uh, do we have anybody that we need to send anybody to? What's what are we looking at on our channels? Um, the only people I have are streaming MechWarrior online. Yeah. But if you want, uh, Aggie, Law, Aggie Law Girl's pretty cool. She could use the followers. Uh, send me the name in chat so I can see it. That way I can type uh, it in quicker. Sure. I mean, do you know what an Aggie is? As in the Aggies. Guys, we'll send you to Aggie. <laughs> oh, you typed it there. You could have typed it in regular chat. So, make sure you but check this, in this, each other. The chat between us is the chat between us. That's the chat between everyone. <laughs> All right. For more than nice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Captain Busy. Good night, everyone. We love you. Actually, I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. But we love your rants. I hope so.